0: Amen. Eternal God, our father, how grateful we are and we realize how unworthy we are to even be in this place. But thank you for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs. Thank you for mothers. Thank you for what they have deposited in us and much of what we are today. It's because of a mother loving you and loved us. We pray now, we bind every demon spirit that come against us now. We plead the blood of Jesus right now. Have your way in this place. And when you shall have finished moving and touching, as only you have the power to move and touch. We'll give you the praise. We'll give you all of the glory. As a matter of fact, we're going to say, yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And all those who love the Lord said, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Second Kings chapter 4, Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Um, Bring your Bibles. Again, remember, we are in a covenant where we are reading the Bible uh, at least 15 minutes a day. And I told the church in Lake Charles and told the church last Sunday in Dallas, it fascinates me, Dr. Robinson, to see the people who are trying to hear from God without reading his word. (laughs) If you're really serious about hearing from God, get in his word. Read his word and let his word speak to you. Forget about your fortune teller. Forget about your friend. Forget about the hoochie-coochie doctor and all that stuff. Forget about your horoscope and all that stuff. Get into the word of God and let God speak to you. Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. I'm reading from the King James Version and whatever translation you have, let's make a chorus of this written word of our heavenly father. Let's read. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditors is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaiden hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad. Of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come, into thine, shall shut the door upon thee "'upon thy sons, and shall pour out into all the vessels, "'and thou shalt set aside that which is full. "'So she went from him, and shut the door upon her, "'and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, "'and she poured out. "'And it came to pass, when the vessel was full, "'that she said unto her son, "'Bring me yet a vessel.' And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the all stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the all, pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children on the rest. The grass, wither it, the flower will fade away. But the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to tag this text today. I want to talk about down, but not out. Down, but not out. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor, say down, but not out. Amen. And the sad reality today, this is the epitaph of a lot of Christians, but I want to encourage you today. You may be down, but you're not out. Uh, There's Uh, The power and the influence of a mother can never fully be appreciated until she is gone. King Solomon said in Proverbs 31 and 10, who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. And today, one of the toughest jobs, I think, in the world has to be that of a single parent but in particular I really believe that of a single mother has to be a very difficult job for any woman to try to raise children alone because we live in a very dangerous world particularly for women and children. Just a few months ago in February Uh, my second granddaughter and I accompanied me to the Irwin Center where former First Lady Michelle Obama was speaking there at the Irwin Center and she said something very profound because it was a very pro-feminist group there. They were pushing feminism and you could almost smell it in the air. But Michelle Obama said, men, protect and take care of your wife and your daughters. Because we live in a very cruel world for women and children, so so mothers, single mothers, mothers, and whatever your plight may be. Uh, last year we had Dr. Lori Little with us who talked about the plight of single mothers. Single mothers are the fastest-growing population in the world. Single mothers are the highest unchurched population in the world. 18 million single mothers in the United States, 17 million are unchurched. 37 million children live with a single mother, 36 million are unchurched. And so many single mothers feel both judged and that they do not fit in the church. And that can be our mission for this week, is to reach out to some single mother to encourage her to stay with the Lord. And then whether you're a single mother, whatever, some of you are married, but you still feel down. But I want to encourage you, whatever your particular plight is this morning, you may be down, but you're not out. I want to tell you how to put a smile on your face. I want to tell you how to put some pep in your step and the glide in your stride. Do you want to hear it or do you want to stay down? See, I discovered some folk just want to be down. Amen. They just want to be. Listen, I've been down so long, Reverend, I don't want to get up. Matter of fact, I planted flowers around my downness. I've been depressed so long, man. Listen, I enjoy it. Matter of fact, I've named my depression. And really, I don't want to get up. But if you want to get up, you may be down, but you're not out. Amen. Give your neighbor a high five and say, "Not out, not yet." Amen. I, amen. This this woman was in a down and decadent situation. First of all, if you're going to make it, you got to look at her dilemma. Uh, the her dilemma. This her dilemma. Be see in in Christianity of all the religions, and I studied. Some of all the religions and you know and Christianity appealed to me because of the emphasis on victory in Jesus. But 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 all other religions teaches you not to face reality. One thing about the Christian faith, it teaches us to face reality. If you're sick, you're sick. You folk about don't name it. Well, if you go into the doctor and taking medication, <laughs> you sick. Amen. But the, but the Christian faith allows us to face our uh, peculiar paradigm. If you're lonely, you're just. If you're single, if you got a jacked-up marriage, see. Before you can move forward, you got to claim where you are. You can't get to Dallas and you admit you in Austin, see. And you have to face your dilemma. Look at this woman. She, her husband had died and he was a preacher and not only was he a preacher one of the sons of the prophets he was dead and left her broke and that's a word right now for some husband I uh, you know husband I believe in getting married amen I believe in marriage because the Bible teaches marriage and I believe I believe in a husband and wife Amen, amen. I got four or five claps because some of y'all just, amen. You want, you want it, but you don't want the responsibility. See, a lot of folk want to drive a Mercedes, but they don't want to pay that payment, amen. But, but uh, uh, every husband ought to have some life insurance. Let me talk to these men in there. In the, because see, you may not make it home. This man was a preacher and he died and left her broke. You ought to have some life, isn't it? You ought to give mama some money. I told y'all, some brothers don't like me saying this, but i told y'all before, you can tell the difference between a, a, a broke husband and a husband a, and a with some money at his funeral. If that wife is hollering on the front seat, trying to get into the coffin, and, and the preacher can't preach, oh, don't leave me, daddy, then you know he left her Broke. But now if she's sitting on that front seat with a pretty dress, black dress with a veil, and every now and then she dapped her eye and said, Sooner or later all of us must go. You know he left her with some money. Her, her, her dilemma. Amen. If you don't have any life insurance, you marry, you ought to go home today. We sister Risha here, one of our life insurance members here. You ought to get because left because see you, you are not gonna live forever. Amen. And what a, sad, what a sad testimony that your wife got to try to borrow money to bury you, this preacher. And that's the main reason. I don't have time this morning, but the book I read several years ago, I forgot the author's name. It was an Italian author, and he talked about the real reason why people get married. The real reason why we men get married huh, is so we can have a place to have sex with, right with God and produce a seed. That's in the physical. See, spirituals, we glorify God. The real reason why women get married, women get married for security. And you spell security, M-O-N-E-Y. Amen. And, and then and then and that's why that's why Broke, Broke fell don't get no play. Amen. You drive up to the club in the pinto, ain't nobody gonna look at you. Amen. You, that's why this man died left his wife no money amen give us some money leave her some money well bless his name if you don't have life insurance you don't you ought to go home day and say listen you are talking about leaving a legacy if, when you die and and you leave her a good chunk of change and every month she'll be blessing your name say you know what he didn't look that good, but he had a good policy. Okay, no, all right, well, bless his name. Amen, amen. Yeah. Her dilemma, she broke. Children had two sons, and the, and the creditors were coming to take her boys. In the Old Testament, Leviticus chapter 25, 29, uh, the creditor had the right to take the children. And this woman was broke. Husband was a preacher. Every preacher, every deacon, you ought to, if you marry and if you're not married, you ought to have some life insurance. So if you don't make it home, your wife ain't got to be trying to find another man to help her take care of your children that look just like you. Amen. Bless his name. Amen. Somebody say life insurance. You sitting all dressed up and ain't got nothing for your wife. And when you, when you die, we got to take up an offering at the funeral. Uh, <laughs> somebody say her dilemma. Amen. Married to a preacher. Died. Left her broke with her sons. And then if you can't get along with your baby mama, you ought to have life insurance and make the baby mama the beneficiary. So if you die, she ain't got to be looking for another man. That's why women get married. Listen, women not in love like we are. Don't ask her till you get home. Don't try, baby. Man, please. Amen. <laughs> you know? And then you gonna die. Leave her broke with a mortgage, two or three kids. She's looking for somebody to help her. Her dilemma. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. She will die. But listen, that's I guess enough. I, I thought some of y'all were gonna say man. Now you ain't gonna say nothing. So I, I shouldn't have came today at all. Amen. Her dilemma share your money. I told y'all a few years ago this guy came to me to loan his wife money. How do you loan your wife money? With your old cheap self. Amen. You and you had a payment book and she was three months behind and he came brought her to see me so she catch up and I know I'm saved but that day I almost cursed. I almost told that if you don't okay all right her dilemma. Loaning your wife money. I don't bring some. That's why some of these women mad. I don't blame them being mad. But I'm mad to a cheap rascal too. No money. Working like no money. He left her. He died. Yes, you're going to die. I'm going to die. But she didn't. Left her with his children. No insurance. And the creditors at the door. Well, then certainly. look, she had enough sense. Verses two through five. Look at at the man of God direction. She had enough sense to go see the man of God. Who do you get your counsel from? <laughs> who are you talking to about life issues? Who are you calling up for direction in life? Who are you? I can, if you tell me who you're talking to, I can tell you where you're going to be because we are a product of our environment. And the reason why some of y'all down because you're talking to down people. <laughs> you're talking to broke folk, you're going to be broke. You're talking to folk who don't believe in education, so they're not going to, you don't need to go to school. I had an uncle went to school, got a degree, and he ain't got no job, but he still got a degree, amen. She went to the man of God. And what he says to her, who are you getting counsel from? It just blows my mind. The Bible says, Psalms 1 and 1, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel. I'm not not getting no advice advice from an unsaved person. Amen. If I had listened to some of these unsaved folk, I would have never got married. Would have left my wife a long time ago. You get you another one. You don't need her. You don't know what I need. Amen. Bless his name. Thank you, baby, for crying. Thank you. At least you said something else. She cried, hoping. Hope her daddy got some life insurance. Amen. She she had enough sense. What done happened in our culture, what done happened in black America, if we'll stop getting our advice from the man of God. We're getting it from everybody else. You ought to ask somebody with some sense. Before you talk noise to your parents, you ought to figure out, now where I'm going to go. You know. If this, if this goes south well, <laughs> for you talk noise to your wife and is she cooking today Cause get some good she, and, and look what he said look the man of God said to her what do you have at home you see the answer to our peculiar uh, sociological and psychological dynamic is at home everything starts at home what do you have in them the government can't solve our problems i don't care who's in the white house whether it's trump rump or bump they can't solve our problem the issue is at home what do you have at home now i told you all going on 25 years ago i'm more concerned about your home life anybody can shake and fake for a few hours (laughs) I want you happy at home she said all I have is a pot of all you see God takes the little and magnify it amen he, amen. he, he take the little he, he took David and David five smooth stones he took Gideon 300 he took Shamgar and the Oxgar he took a little boy's lunch and turn a hillside into papadoes. See, God takes the little. Look at us. Look where we come from. He takes the little from nowhere, didn't have nothing and God takes a little and magnifies it and he gives a direction Said, go home and shut the door upon you and your son and borrow pots, not a few. See, we need, we need the help of our neighbors. As a kingdom-focused church, we are not, this is not the only fellowship in town. Too many black folk, now they trying to do it by themselves. I never before in my life seen so many Christians trying to live by themselves, like I don't need nobody. Yes, you do. I need you, and you need me. And years ago, before we became prosperous, we understood the principle of neighborhood. It's hard to believe, but we used to go borrow sugar from our neighbor used to go borrow some flour. You go nowadays talking about, hey, most of us don't even know our neighbors. Folk die and be dead days in the house. Nobody check on them, man. We need your neighbor. You need your neighbor. You need one another. Go to your neighbors and don't be stuck up to ask for help. Go borrow some pots. Nowadays, nowadays, nowadays a lot of folk would rather, rather die than ask for help. You know you need some help. you sitting around. You know it's jacked up, but you, I don't need nobody. Yes, you do. Go ask your neighbor. Go ask your neighbor. And then, then shut the door. See, get away from the public. Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 6, when you pray, uh, go into your secret closet. See, there's public prayer and there's private prayer. There are some prayers I never pray at St. James. Don't you fool your hanging up, because that's how a lot of folk business get out through your prayer life. <laughs> Heavenly Father, forgive me cause for cursing out my wife last night. She, oh, what? He cursed me. <laughs> <laughs> forgive me. I didn't mean to look that long at that porno son. What? Forgive me, I don't mean to say what I said about Trump. You agree with that? See, tell Trump. See, that's something you pray only at home. You close the door upon you and pray. He said, close the door. See, because if you're not careful, you'll be started putting on, showing off of people. And what God wants to do, he doesn't need any help. Close the door. All the miracles required was an empty vessel. See, that's why God can't use us until we are empty. He got, I don't care how much education I have, God can't use me until I'm empty. See, I don't care how much you have, how much you know, you may be a big shot, a high baller, and a shot caller, but God can't use you until you are empty. Hey, Amen. well, bless his name. Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, if any man should come after me, let him deny himself, let him empty himself, take up his cross, follow me. You know, we full of ourselves. Can't nobody tell us nothing. I went to college, so what? You still, you know, amen. That well, your wife is hoping you listen. Some of y'all, your wife been trying to tell you for years, go to the doctor. I don't need no doctor, and you dying. You're bleeding out of your eyeballs. And I'm, I'm all right, that just, that, just, that a pass. <laughs> Give me some more vinegar. <laughs> Amen. You, you got to empty yourself. And that one thing I found out, excuse for being personal, that one thing I found out about all the education I have, all the education I got, I discovered just how little I know. <laughs> how empty we are. Bring empty vessels. Bring empty. See, that's why some of y'all won't get saved, because you're too full of yourself. You're too full of your, you're too full of your religiosity you too full of how long you've been in church and how you don't do. God don't want that. God want people who are empty. Say, God, I'm nothing without you. You are the powder. I'm the clay. Make me over again. Bring empty vessels. You got to be empty. Somebody say empty. Going around here all stuck up like the NBC peacock. And you style. You know, God, a lot of folk think there's no worship if they are not there amen listen that's why I got to thank God for all the preachers around here I, like I tell you guys I'm not the only preacher here. I'm just the only pastor we got some preaching brothers around this church we got some we got some preaching deacons around it we got some preaching women around this church I'm just glad to be in the number anytime you think that everything revolves around you don't you get sick don't you think your wife can't make it without you? Matter of fact, she might do better. I have guys that she'll never make Yeah, get sick. Watch out. Leave her. And now you see her, she's driving a Mercedes. And when she was with you, she was catching the bus. <laughs> All right, baby. Wait, wait, wait. You got to empty yourself. And then notice, notice, notice God's deliverance. Notice in verses 6 and 7: alone there were empty pots, the oil was flowing. But when the pots ran out, the oil stopped. Don't you miss this principle? We limit God in our lack of we limit what god wants to do in our lives but you have to believe and get some more pots somebody asked me talking about why do we build this big old building we build it because we believe god and you ain't seen nothing yet you may not be around to see it but if you have faith in god god will do the impossible get some more pots stop limiting god Stop saying what God can't do. When the, when the pots ran out, he, she said, give me another pot. He said, I don't have another pot. The all stayed. Oh, God. Stop limiting God. God got so much more for us. Stop spending so much time on CNN and CNBC and all these and start spending more time in the word. Now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine all thing, tell your neighbor get some more pots listen i, I want some more pots listen listen i already see this building field i already see this building too small in my faith i already see it and god because we're gonna get some more pots stop hanging out with people ain't got no pots and don't expect god to do nothing god said go borrow some pots and when they ran out of pots the all stopped. When you stop praising, the miracles stop When you stop magnifying him, God stopped doing the impossible because he inhabits the praises of our people. And the reason why some folk are not seeing miracles, they got their mouth shut at the wrong time. You ought to have your mouth shut when the police stop you. You ought to have your mouth shut when your bills are passed due. But when you come to God's house, you ought to open your mouth because he got a miracle with your name on it. (laughs) Hey, hey. I'm going to get some more pots. Well, bless his name. Listen. Hey, 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 hey. Stop limiting God. Stop talking about what God can't do. He can do it right here, but you got to get some old pots. He can do it. He can do it. He has done it. fight we are a miracle to the fact that what God has done. I am a testimony. My mama was empty, broke, with uh, ten children at home, but she came to God empty miracle he works a miracle look at God's deliverance he he told her now take the all sell the all and pay your debts that's where Deacon Cummins come in that's why Dave Ramsey come in (laughs) debt free living (laughs) pay your debts somebody say pay your debts you If nothing else, you ought to go pay folk today. If you owe folk money, been dodging them. Uh oh here they come. (laughs) You You ought to pay your debts. What a sad testimony for those of us who are Christians and we won't pay our debts. Got your light bill in every child's name. Light bill in little Johnny water bill and little susie see, and then you don't pay god you have so many cell phone numbers they think you under the government protection the witness protection pay your debts share what you have pay your debts god is a miracle worker god is a god of the impossible yes you may be down but you follow this simple principle, face the reality of your dilemma. And then go to the man of God and get some godly directions. Then you obey what God should do. See, that's why some people are not being blessed. You are not obeying God. You won't forgive people. You're still hanging on to stuff happened in 49. You're still not speaking to folk. And God can't bless you until you be obedient. Then he said, sell what you have and give it and go pay your debts. You see, God is a God of miracles. God is a God of deliverance. though a whole lot of us today on this Mother's Day can testify, I've been down but I'm not out. I've been cast aside but I'm not done because I believe what God said. See one man asked his wife to earn his new pants and the wife got mad but she ironed them and she burnt one of the legs and the man got mad and and he began to fuss but while he will begin to fuss. The spirit spoke to him and then the man told him, Why, Baby, I'm sorry I got upset, but I'm glad my leg wasn't in the pants. In other words, you got to learn how to count your blessings. Yes, sir. Uh, the writer said, count your blessings. Name them one by one count so many blessings see what god has done you may be down but you don't have to be out your situation may be jacked up but i come to tell you there is a man who is still in the miracle working business? There is a man that can do anything but fail. There is a man who will be a mother, father, motherless, a father, father, fatherless. There is a man who will be a bridge over troubled water. There is a man, a doctor in a sick room, lawyer in a the courtroom. There There is a man who sit high and look low, there is a man that is able to do the impossible, so God bless you this morning, you ought to tell somebody, I was down, but I'm not out, Jesus, my mama told me, Jesus. My mama told me, I don't care what you were doing, uh, you can always uh, call on that name. When I was on my way to hell, uh, I remember what my mama said. If you can just call on that name, because there's power in the name. Power in the name. In the name power, in the name Jesus, yes, sir. he'll da- deliver up Jesus, if you're not too mean, you uh, to say Jesus. She I'm in a jack-up situation, but she and he will step in right on time. Oh feel all right today. Oh I tried him for myself and he will I said he will he will turn your darkness Into light. Yeah, he will put running in your feet, uh, clapping in your hand. He will. I know he will. Yes. 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 Oh, he will. Yeah. but I wasn't out, thank you, thank you, may God bless you, Ho oh, oh. ho. what a mighty God we serve, and the best is yet to come, bring no dilemma, and get the directions, and, and then obey God, and he will. Work a miracle. Anybody need a miracle? Anybody looking for a miracle? You in the right place. Because Jill is a miracle worker. Jill, he waiting on you. Jill, he will work a miracle. Whatever you got, bring it to Jesus. And watch him. Watch him heal bodies. Watch him save sinners. Watch him turn water into wine. Watch him raid the dead. Watch him give you power. Watch him. If you do what he said, he will make everything alright. Oh, mama that shouted hey wherever she was if it got good she said hey Jesus he will he died on the cross for all of your sins he want to work a miracle but you got to be empty come to him just come just as you are he specializes in taking empty vessels. Don't limit God with your little self. Don't limit God for the best yet to come. Down but not out. God can do it.